It's like I'm on the Heisman watch. That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got. Skill, four times the talent around me. Desmond Howard playing for Howard. Just tell me, how can I be stopped? This Allen Ivy at an Ivy College. They can't check me. I don't practice my class too hard. Nigga, <laughs> me, my swag is grown. Yo, what's cracking? This your homeboy, the guru here, man. Episode three, you know what I'm saying? Stir the Pop podcast, you know what I'm saying? Last time we did an episode, we went live. So this time we back, episode three. And as usual, I got my dog here, Fat Lee D. What's cracking, homie? What's good, man? Let's get this uh, episode three in, in the works. <laughs> get the people what they want. Yeah. And let's, uh, let's get it cracking, though. Hey, man, what's the first topic we finna get into, man? I'm gonna do like you did me last time. Before we get into the topics, you know what we gotta do? We gotta do our little shout outs. Okay. Don't forget, Fat League Clothing Company, sponsored by. Go ahead and get you a shirt. Go to the website, fatleagueclothingco.com. Mm. Don't forget, Carrie, he got his own podcast called Guru Speaks. Guru Speaks. So he refers to it as Guru. You can call him that. Yes, do not call me by my government. <laughs> <laughs> I just told everybody your government. I know. I should slap you, but Mike so, can take it out. You said what? Mike can take it out. He can edit it out? Absolutely. That's going to sound weird. So? It's just going to be <laughs> my boy Blank. Yep. All right. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, this week we're going to have a, we got a lot in store for y'all. We're going to talk about some more football topics this week. Um, so this week, the first order on the menu is we're going to talk about this Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Uh, mess that's kind of going on right now. So, <clears throat> I guess the first question is for for you is uh, what do you feel about the Jalen Ramsey situation? Um, do you think he has a legitimate case for not wanting? I mean, for wanting a trade, or do you think he should, you know, stick it out? Um, well, I'm a firm believer in happiness, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, whether whether it's any profession, you know, whether it's athletics, your nine to five job, you have to be happy, you know, at your employer. If you're not happy, and I feel like you should voice your concerns. Now, how you go about doing it, that's that's on you. But obviously, Jalen Ramsey is arguably the best corner in the NFL. So everybody deserves to get paid, man. You have to pay the man. I feel like his. So you think that. You think that the his, Jacksonville don't want to pay him? No, they don't. The biggest gripe, his biggest gripe with the organization is comes down to the dinero. You know what I mean? So it's not and I, I know he don't really get along with Doug Maroon and whatever, but his biggest gripe is with Tom Coughlin. Well, I don't think I mean, I don't think anyone's really like Tom Coughlin's not really a player type of person. Um I think that my personal opinion, I feel like Jacksonville would have paid him, you know, the money that he wanted had he kind of – because you have to understand, since he came into the league, he's been kind of a little bit of a um, – I'm not going to say a hothead or anything like that, but he's been a personality, you know, since he came into the league. I mean, he's been like that since he was in college. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's – he's been like that, like you said, for a while now. So, that's – I think that's something that probably – might be causing them to wait a little bit on the contract. But then again, like you say, he's the best corner in the league. You got to pay him. And if you don't pay him, somebody will. Absolutely. But I think this recent chain of events, I don't think it had anything to do with, to be honest, I don't think it had anything to do with um, him not getting paid. Because if you saw, he got into an argument with the head, head coach. coach. At this point, I think it's more so winning. 
He right. wants to be part of a winning organization. He sure. wants to be part of a winning team. Sure. Jacksonville Jaguars have not been a winning team. They haven't been a really a winning organization. They had one good year. What was that? Two years ago? Yeah, they went to the AFC Where they should have beat the Patriots, and they choked and, and gave it up. So that was their that was their time. And So you think the window has passed? I think the window has passed, but I think – I honestly feel like I think that the Jaguars feel like they still have a chance to win games, especially with that, the new kid. Yeah, um, Minshew, the new quarterback, has came in and he's been. I think what messed up everything when Foles went down. I think everybody had a lot of expectations for the Jacksonville Jaguars because I personally picked them in my because my homeboy Dre Day Sport. Shout out to my dog Dre Day from Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. He invited me, uh, me and my other partner Lucky Lefty. Shout out to him. We were on there talking about um um prediction before the season started mm-hmm. and when we got to the AFC South I actually picked Jacksonville to win the division not knowing that Foles was going to go down because I, I just felt like that defense is crazy mm-hmm. they were just a quarterback away from going to the next level now that Foles went down I think he tore his uh, something I forgot it's the, uh, collarbone he broke his collarbone yeah so he won't be back for a while so it's just like you know what I noticed this year? It's crazy, like, now that you you talk about the injury of Nick Foles. What I'm noticing this year is, first off, it's only week, week three and we got all these injuries. But Already. a lot of players that go to new teams, they end up getting hurt on that new team early. I look at the Eagles. You know, my squad, we got, um, what's his name from, uh, from the Jaguars? Malik. Uh, oh, my gosh, I can't think of his name. What's his position? He's a defensive tackle. His first name is Malik. But uh, Malik Jackson, that's his name. So Malik Jackson, we got him as defensive tackle. Right. He left. Now he's with um, – I'm sorry, he got hurt. We also lost Timmy Jernigan. Uh, look at Nick Foles. Uh, who else? Um, man, I can't even think of all of them. But I'm noticing that there's a lot. Deshaun is hurt. Who? Are you saying like new acquisitions? To the yeah, like oh, new okay. acquisitions to a new oh, team. Okay, like they're you. going to a new team and they end up being hurt. Yeah. So – that's what I'm noticing a lot as well. So, I don't know, man. I don't know what it really is. I really can't speak to it, but I'm just noticing that. But kind of getting back on topic with Jalen Ramsey, um, What's, me, me personally, I like I said on the first episode, bro, like I really feel like the NFL is going towards, um, you know, we're going towards a time where it's, it's starting to become more of a, what's the word? A reality TV show, you know, like Hollywood. Yeah, like, I mean, at the same time, I'm, I'm partly, I'm, I'm kind of torn on it because a part of me likes it because I like the fact that the players have more power now than they've ever had. Like, kind of like the NFL. I mean, the NBA has NBA. You know, it's a player-driven sport, mm-hmm. and the NFL has been mainly driven by the, by the team, owners. by the owners. Yeah, and I am happy to see that you know, a lot of players are starting to control their own destinies and control their own fates and stuff. So right. a part of me is happy about it. The part where I'm torn on it is I'm torn because at the same time, I'm happy that these these players are controlling their own fate and their destinies. But at the same time, I feel like some of them are going the wrong way about it. You know what I'm saying? Like with the, the incident with Jalen Ramsey, we all saw he was, he looked like he was about to get a fist fight with his head coach. That's why I said before, like, you can voice your concerns. It's just a way you have to go about doing it. Because when, when people feel like you can't um, express your concerns respectfully, they'll turn their ear off. You know what I'm saying? Think about it like this. 
if you have something that you want to say and you could be on point and valid with with, with your concern, but the, when you come at somebody disrespectful, they're not even going to hear you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah, exactly. First thing people say is, oh, it's your delivery. You know what I mean? So, and, and obviously with this, if he felt like Doug Maroon was using him, because I heard he was upset that he was getting used wrong in the scheme. All you have to do is, and that's a rumor. I don't know if it, I heard it on NFL radio, but if that's true, all you have to do is pull the DC aside and say, "Hey, what are we doing here?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but see, that's that's the part that I'm saying that like that's the part where I'm torn at because, yeah, I get that and I understand that, but at the same time, as you as a player, that's where the team sport, the team aspect comes in, and you know, when you become a player, you have to be able to buy into your. Into the philosophy, into the philosophy, or whatever the coach is trying to portray, or whatever the coach is trying to do, you're supposed to try to buy into that. And me personally, I feel like <clears throat> I just feel like if you don't buy into what your organization's trying to, does that know, make you selfish? If you don't want to buy into, yeah, that makes you selfish because it's like, oh, he's he's not playing me correctly. It's like. But if you buy into the what we have, you I know, may what I'm need you there. We may need you there, or the system might call that you are in that position. And if you're supposed to be the greatest cornerback, you should be able to play different type of ways. You shouldn't be one dimensional or, or just be good playing one way. So, right. you know, what I'm saying if that's the case, you know, with him, if he's upset because he feels like he's being played out of position, to me, that's that's messed up because it's like, you know. We're putting you here for a reason. You know, when coaches put you in a position, they, they put you there for a reason. They trust you. They trust you, and you have to be able to buy into that. So, you know, I'm not I'm not really with that. I can't really say that I, I agree with that or I'm, what's know. uh some What's some potential landing spots for Mr. Ramsey? Does he stay in Duval County or what? <laughs> I think his best bet to stay his ass there. I personally think he should stay, but at this point, I think that the relationship is too far gone. I think the bridge is burned. The bridge is burned, so they have to train him. Um, the problem, I think, now is they want too much for him. But here's the thing. I heard uh, over the weekend that despite the trade rumors, um, the owner is willing to break him off still. You know what I'm saying? The owner is That's re- what I'm saying. That's what I'm telling you. They, the they're table. willing to cut the check. They know his worth. They know his value. They know... They know what he brings to the table, so it's not like the talent ain't there. The talent's not there. It's not like he don't know what he's doing. You know, they don't know. They don't know what he brings to the table. So that's why when you said earlier, you know, it was the whole situation. I don't think it's about money because the Jags, they know what they got. They'd be willing to keep a name as, you know, with the new QB. Like I said, with the new QB, they think they got something special. So they got the new QB, who uh, with Minshew, he might be playing. You know, if he keeps playing at the rate he's playing. You know, they got something special. You still got Leonard Fournette. They got some good receivers. They got that boy DJ Chark. Chark, yeah, I like him. You know, from LSU. That boy yes. looks like he's the steal of the draft. You know, the best wide receiver in the draft so far. So, you know, they got – they have talent in in Jacksonville. Their defense, obviously, is loaded. Oh, excuse me. Calais Campbell, Miles Jack, Ramsey, Boy. Oh, no, Dante Fowler went to the uh, Rams. Rams. But they're, they're, they're stacked. So, it's like Miles Jack just got an extension – you know, so um, uh, Josh Allen, the DN from Duke. Oh yeah, they did get Josh Allen. See, that's what I'm saying. Um, you mean Kentucky? Yeah, excuse me, yeah, Kentucky. So <clears throat> I don't know. Like I said, if I'm Jalen, I stick with the organization. But I don't know. I feel like we don't. We're in a time now. We're just like coaches are are expected to win now. Players are also put in situations where players are like, I need to win now, or if not, I want to go to a winning organization. 
The only downside I think to that is when you give players too much power is it can I think it can cause a, a imbalance in the league. the league. Right, right. Yeah, and and if you notice in basketball, it's kinda like that. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the big markets like the Lakers, the Heat, you know, New York, Clippers. uh the Golden State Warriors, Clippers, a lot of these big market teams, they have a more of a chance to land because of the market a LeBron side. James or a a Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard than, you know, our team, the Orlando Magic, right. you know, we got to build our team through the draft. Right. Facts. So, Facts. you know, it's really not necessarily fair. Now, I know they did implement the <clears> – I know they did implement the – Tampering? No, um, the Supermax. Oh, yeah. They offered that so where these small market teams can try to keep – Their players. You know, keep their players. But at this point, players – they're making so much money in the NBA they that really, a lot of them are willing to take those pay cuts to go be in a bigger organization, better situation, a bigger market. So, like I said, I mean, I, I'm all for it. I think you know players should have some you know control over their destinies. And but my know. thing is like we talk about landing spots for Ramsey. It's like okay, just because he's a great corner, but you have to get in a good scheme and like who can use him because. It'll be just like, for example, how dominant Darrell Revis was. You know, we we got him, paid him all that money. He couldn't do shit in our system. You know? Yeah, so, but Darrell Revis also, he was kind of almost at the end of the tail. At that it. time, he still had some juice he left. He still had some juice, but, I mean, but, I, you're but, right. I but can but see my point is the, the scheme, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I may be just like Sherm. Sherm was, he wasn't a zero, corner, uh, zero coverage guy. He had Earl... And uh, Cam back there to help. So, you know, you go some, You can't expect Sherm to go to the 49ers and be a zero coach. That's not how he rolled. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. You, the scheme, yeah, you got to have talent, but you the scheme has to match within the talent. So, well, that's true. I mean, that, that, that. that's a fact. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, uh, one of the Redskins players said the other day, matter of fact, after they took that loss um, the other day to the uh, Bears, he said in the, in the interview, he was like, you know, talent don't win you games. It's more, it takes more than just talent. You can have all the talent in the world. You know, what I'm saying if you don't have the, you know, the coaching that goes with it, yeah, or the the heart or whatever to go with it, then it's not. It, it means nothing. What's the point? You know, what's the point? So, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, I can I can attest to that and agree to that. Like, I think for Jalen Ramsey, has to be a right situation. Right, got to be right situation. So to answer your question. Um, to kind of wrap up this topic, I would say without – I mean, I would say I'm going to be a little biased. I would love to see him in the Eagles uniform. I heard that rumor, but y'all had a two first rounds to give up for him? I don't know what I, – I know we got first rounders, but two first rounders, that's two, a lot. Two, not one. To two. me, that's too much for Jalen. I'd give up a first rounder and maybe a second and maybe add in and a, a player, player or add some cash. They wanted two – Jags want two first rounders and a – Potential player. That's what I'm saying. That's like, a lot, nah, that's bro. too much. I know he's the best corner in the league, but I don't see anybody. But, really. but see, that's the thing with negotiating stuff. You got to start high, and then and then meet the middle and meet and find out what's the best deal you can get. So you got to right, put right. it out there. Oh, we want two first rounders, and then see what team see can come interested. up with the closest thing to yeah, it. Yeah. So, but if I had a person say um, answer your question, I would say the Eagles would could definitely use him. The Eagles right now, secondary is awful. Um, we've had a secondary issue the last couple of years. We could use him big time. I would definitely say uh, the Eagles. Philly. Another team, the Kansas City Chiefs. I think the Chiefs could really use Jalen Ramsey. Mm. Honestly, they're <clears throat> they're on my list as the Super Bowl 
favorites to win the Super Bowl. Yes, me too. Um, I do have them above the Patriots. Of course. And I feel like if they were able to land Jalen Ramsey, that would that would be the the deal breaker. I think if you if you can get Jalen Ramsey on the Chiefs, they already got the Honey Badger back there, the secondary. That's what I'm saying. Like they they got some weapons back there. So if I had to choose, I would say the Eagles, Chiefs, um, Bucks. Bucks could y'all could use them. Hell yeah, y'all could definitely use them. But yeah, those are, I'd say those would probably be the two teams off right now Eagles that I know Chiefs. that could really use him. I mean, any team could use him. He's obviously the best corner in the league, but. Those are two teams I would love to see him in, two systems. Um, what kind of transition, what about you? As far as the teams? Yeah. Um, Bucks, um, we need corners like yesterday, man, because um, our corners ain't getting it done. Hargrave's getting burnt. Man, I was, they've been Carlton playing. Davis. The defense playing. has been playing good. They, the defense, the corners but, have too, because the, the first two games, Hargrave's was y'all best corner. So you can't say after one game. But one game he's been in the, be like, in the oh, system for three. But, here, but let, me, let me break it down. Just like I said about the system, here's, here's the thing. Hargraves is a dime guy. He's not a man coverage guy. That's not how he, we use him in the NFL. And that's where I think I'm disagreeing with Todd Bowles. That's how he's trying to use him. He's trying to use him as a man that's not going to work. Yeah. So it it all goes back to – Scheme and system. So, you know what I'm saying? But I say the Bucks. I can see them going to y'all in Philly. Uh, maybe the Patriots. Um, Patriots, their secondary is already nasty. If they get Jalen Ramsey, that, <laughs> at this point, it would just be unfair. You know, cause That's that, like KD to the Warriors. If they were to get Jalen Ramsey, I would honestly put them above Kansas City to then win the, to win the Super Bowl. Because the Patriots, their secondary, they, are, they got both McCourty brothers. They got Gilmore, Patrick Chung still back there. Well, he's he's sniffing coke, so and he ain't got suspended nothing. <laughs> I was I, I said that the other day, bro. I saw him playing. I said, wait a second. I said, ain't isn't that Patrick Chung the one that got arrested for coke, like possession of coke? <laughs> I don't just, know if he was selling it or using, but he, he had suspended. It. You think about it. He ain't heard heard a lick about it since. Damn, you're right, yeah. You ain't heard nothing about it since. If that was any other player in the league. Yeah, the the, the punishment would have been severe. But it just so happened he's on the Patriots. Yeah. Come on, man. Mr. Kraft, man. Rich rich forever. Hey, Robert Kraft, well, he, he <laughs> in somebody's pocket. Rich forever. All right, so kind of get to the next topic. You know, we both gave our, our situation on that, so we're going to kind of pause on that for now. Um, next thing we kind of want to do is for the listeners and the viewers right now, we live on, on Facebook. What up, Super Chat? What's uh, Craig? Everybody that's, you know, tuning in, if you want to say something or you want to be shout out, go ahead and write us on the live chat right now. Did you right say now. sing something? What? I thought you said, do you want to sing something? I was I about to say something. Oh, say something. I was about to say sing. Yeah, this ain't America's sing. Got Talent. Nah. Y'all want to say something? <laughs> Y'all want us to talk about something right now, or y'all got questions for hit us? What's up, man? Go ahead and hit us up in the chat. You yeah. go ahead and interact with us. We'll we'll interact back. Um, shout out to everybody, you know, giving us a view or giving us a listen right now. You. Yeah. But um, getting back into our topics today. Next one I kind of want to get into uh, is kind of want to since we're talking about Jalen Ramsey, I want to transition into NFL coaches right now that are possibly on the hot seat. Uh, we got a bunch of losing teams right now. 
Um, what do you say? What What you think? Who Who you? Jay uh, Jay Gruden number one. Jay Gruden's overrated, bro. I don't even understand how he got Freddie Kitchens. Oh, I'm glad you brought up Freddie Kitchens. He looked like he'd been in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Freddie Kitchens. (laughs) (laughs) He looked like he'd been in the kitchen. Bro, this Uh, man, we were talking about the other night. To this day, I'm not even a a Cleveland fan. I'm just a football fan. Yeah. And when I watch football, one of the best things about football to me is just watching the coaching. Mm-hmm. To me, that's one of my favorite parts because these guys get paid millions of dollars to make these decisions, and some of the decisions they make are stupid, are the dumbest decisions. And it's like you get paid millions of dollars to make that dumbass decision. Yeah, that's that's for example, look at the Super Bowl when the Patriots beat Seattle. Pete Carroll trying to be cute or trying to throw the ball, throw Bill Belichick off says, "Oh, let me try to throw the ball." When you got Marshawn Lynch in the backfield. Cost them a championship. Cost them a championship. The Atlanta Falcons playing the same thing in the Super Bowl, playing the Patriots. They up 28-3. to What happens? They throw the game away. Instead of running the ball, they decide to pass the ball. They were in field goal range. Instead of running the ball to run some time out and kick a field goal, they decide to throw the ball and get sacked, and now it takes them out of field goal range. And then... Since then, the momentum changed, and then what happened? We all know what happened. Yeah. Patriots ended up coming back winning. So, um, the Freddie Kitchens situation, I kind of want to elaborate on that. So, the other night, during the Sunday night game, Mm -hmm. the head coach, Mr. Freddie Kitchens, decides to run the ball three different times, back-to-back, in a situation. It was fourth quarter. I believe there was five minutes left. They were down by a touchdown. Freddie Kitchens decides he wants to run the ball on second, third down. And then on fourth down, he goes for it. It's fourth and nine, and he decides to do a QB draw. Very stupid. Then on top of that, what makes it worse is you have Odell Beckham. You have Jarvis Landry. And jo- well, Njoku's hurt. You had Njoku. He's hurt. But you got Nick Chubb. Yep. You got Kareem Hunt coming back. Yep. You got Antonio Callaway coming back. Yep. You're gonna have all you have all this talent now, and you're gonna have even more talent coming back. And for some reason, the Browns offense looks so shitty. bland and shitty. Yeah. Except <laughs> for Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, he's running the ball. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Right. But the rest, man, I can't even I can't speak for the rest because it don't make no sense to have all that talent like Baker Mayfield, I sent you the picture the other day. At the very end of the game, instead of Baker Mayfield taking off like Daniel Jones did versus y'all up the middle and scoring the touchdown, he decides to throw the ball. Or no, he sees a body, scrambles outside the pocket, because I guess he gets scared or freaks out. Instead of running up the middle where it's wide open, he scrambles outside to the right side of the pocket and ends up getting pressure put on him and ends up throwing an incomplete pass. There was another play where they broke down some film on him. And that's the thing about film, boy. When you have film, you can see some shit. And they show a couple plays where Baker Mayfield was trying to make deep throws down downfield when all he had to do was check. Uh, he had check downs. He had two running backs, tight ends that he could have easily checked down to. But, no, he decides he wants to go even further and try to make a big play 
which I understand you want to make a big play, but don't force the ball. He does a lot of forcing. And you said it. I will say, Kerry said it. The guru said it. He said a while back that Baker Mayfield was overrated. And I truly believe it. Uh, what's his name? Who said it? Oh, Rex Ryan said it. He said he was hella overrated. Overrated like, as hell. He is a hella right. He is overrated as hell. And I, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people are on the Baker train. The Baker train, but. Get off while you can. It's not the train. He looked like a sober Johnny Mazel. I keep saying it. Sober. It's crazy. I uh, do post, as a matter of fact, dude posted it the other day. He took two QBs, right? Two blind QBs, compared the numbers side by side. And guess who the two QBs were? Manziel, Manziel and, Baker. and Baker Mayfield. And their, their stats were damn near the same. So, that's my point. Like, Baker ain't, he ain't did nothing that, that's so special to make him be so hyped up where people say he's going to be a future MVP. And, you know, yeah, he broke the record for touchdowns last year, but he also threw a lot of interceptions, too. And we also, we're in a passing league now, so a lot of these records are going to be broken. All these rookie Easy. records, and they'll be broken easily. So, yeah, man, um, back to the coaches on the hot seat. I would say Freddie Kitchens, definitely, I agree with you on that. Mike Who else? Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. I wouldn't he, say he's on the hot seat even yet. Even though the Rooneys are loyal and Big Ben just went down, so that might buy some time, but that doesn't mean that. He can't – his ass won't get hot. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I can, I can see that. But I don't think – I think he, he's, he's done so much for that organization and he's been there so long. They've had a winning season every year that he's been there. This, this may be the first losing season they have. In 12 years. Exactly. So you can't really just be ready to move forward from a coach, you know, just because he has a couple bad games. You know, Big Ben went down. You're trying to – Brian Flores. Oh, Brian Flores. Yeah, he's definitely on the hot seat. I mean, he, even though he only this is his first year coaching. That shit might be an in-season firing, not mid-season. And they won't even probably even wait. If they go 0-16. Yeah, but I honestly think they hire him just to take the fall, to be honest. Because think about it. In those situations, when they're looking for a head coach, when you're in a rebuilding situation. You're a pet. You're a dummy. You're going to buy – or not buy. You're going to grab a coach that's going to – off the street. Lose your games. <laughs> like, I hate to say it that way. They but found Brian you, you're Flores. Not, you're not trying to win games because you're, you're tanking. So they found, they found Brian Flores at the check and cash place and said, hey, do you, do you want to coach football? <laughs> Brian Flores? What's his name? It's Brian Flores. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They found him at the check and cash place at Publix. And they said, hey, you want to coach football? He said, yeah. Oh, Jay Gruden is another one on the hot seat. Yes. I will agree with that. Jay Awful Gruden is coaching. on the hot seat. Awful. Um, Pat Shermer for the Giants. I think he's on the hot seat. Jason Garrett. I think this will be three years in a row that uh, Giants have been pretty trash. So I think they're going to eventually get to the point they where move they're going to move forward. Jason Garrett, I don't think he's going anywhere, especially Shh. the Giants. I mean, if the Dallas if Dallas wins again. Has Dallas needs the Super Bowl or bust. Nah, but see the thing with Dallas is Jerry Jones is also loyal too to a to a to, to an a extent fault. to a fault. Cause with Jerry Jones, I would say with Jerry Jones, he um I think he likes Jason Garrett. The fact that he can kinda walk all over him and kinda you know, he ain't he ain't gotta worry about him talking bad, he ain't gotta worry about no pushback. Like, yeah, he's he's a good pet for like, like Skip say, Coach Clap. 
<laughs> That's literally, bro. It's funny. You be looking at the sidelines. You be, I be thinking about stuff like, is, does Jason Garrett talk? Do he say anything? He Other did. than just sitting there grinning and, and he got and, a filthy mouth too. Cause um, if uh, for all my um foot hardcore football nerds, NFL nerds like myself, there's a documentary on Amazon. If you haven't heard of it, it's it's amazing. Um, it's it, you know how Hard Knocks does like the preseason and training camp. All or nothing goes all through the year. And Dallas had one two years ago. Matter of fact, it was Dez's first year. And um, Jason Garrett cussed like a sailor, man. Like, he'd be like, MF for this, MF for that. And he- oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's any coach, though. Any, all of them NFL coach. You'd be surprised. But some of the coaches, I'd be like, whoa, I didn't even know you had a mouth like that. Maybe <laughs> cursing. Like, damn, man. Like- you need some soap. That filth Dez mouth. Like, damn. Like, but, yeah, man. So, yeah, y'all go watch that. It's called All or Nothing. They have, like, they're on their fourth season. First year they did the Arizona Cardinals in 15, 16. They did the Rams when they first moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. And what was dope about that, they showed them picking up, literally moving their shit from St. Louis, all that equipment, to L.A. It was the dope process, bro, and they covered all that. Damn. And then 17, they did Dallas, Jack's second year. Yeah, I normally watch All or Nothing. I think I watch, it's I watch so the Cardinals. Dope. I watch the, the Michigan rant. Wolverines. Oh, yeah, yeah, they do college, too. The, the college one's good. Yeah. And, um, it's dope. They got Hard Knocks HBO beat because they oh, yeah. go in deep. And then the last one they did was uh, Cam and the Panthers this season. Well, yeah, man. So, um, I say Jason Garrett. You say no. I, I think Jason Garrett. Um, we got Pat Shermer. Um, believe it or not, um, Matt LaFleur, if, you know what I'm saying? I could see. Nah, because right now they're, the Green Bay Packers are looking like one of the best teams in the NFL. They, I know, but. They, they, got a, they got a defense this year that's finally came through. They got a defense that's pretty good. Um, their offense is looking good. So how would they, why would you no, say No, not, not Matt. I, okay, I say this. Matt LaFleur, he could be on a hot seat because, um. Aaron Rodgers is my boy. I feel like if, if he don't like you, he'll get you the hell out of there. Like, not even on some tight, on some Eagles, like, yo, he's blocking me from making me do it, letting me do what the fuck I want to do. I don't want this guy around. Like, in that aspect. Even yeah. though the team may be successful, but he's, Aaron Rodgers strike me as a type, you you get on his shit list, he going to make your life miserable. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. how he, he comes off. But Cliff Kingsbury. Oh yeah, I'm glad you brought him up. He he talk about he's breaking an office that the league has never seen. You're right, the league has never seen it. That awful shit. Nobody cares about it because he ain't showed nothing with this new offense that he supposedly has. Because the Cardinals, they don't look that good. How the fuck did he get an NFL job when he was terrible? Bruh, that's what um. That's what they were saying earlier on some of the shows I watched, you know, first taken. Undisputed. Undisputed. They were saying it was like, I don't know how he got a head coaching job with his resume. What was he, like 23 and 40-something? With his resume. He got, see, he got the job because even though he don't have a great resume, to be honest with you, Pat Mahomes is the reason he has that job. Mm. Because he coached Pat Mahomes, and everyone sees what Mahomes became. So they think he he has something to do with it. They think he's a QB you know, whisper. So that's why they brought him in. 
you know, they think that he gonna be able to get Kyle, Kyle Murray. Murray going, but that that shit ain't gonna work, man. But while we on the topic of QBs, um, since we already talking about it, we might as well get into the next subject here. Um, you know, talking about rookie QBs so far. So we're three games in. Yep. Um, we've got a couple QBs, uh, rookie QBs that are playing right now. So I guess the question is, which one you think, which QBs you think are going to have the long career? James Winston. I'm sorry. I'm Go ahead. James, James had five years, bro. Yeah. And he's going to have five this more great, five. five more great years. Yeah, okay. So the question is, what QBs, rookie QBs, do you think will be, you know, the real deal? Uh-huh. Or, oh, I'm sorry, not or. And what QBs you think will be the bust? Like, okay. But before I answer that question, I found Cliff Kingsbury um, stats from Texas Tech. He went 35 and 40. That's what I'm saying. With a winning percentage of 46%, which is awful. He's done nothing. So he had to kiss somebody's ass to get on. Tell you, Pat, Pat Mahomes is the reason this man got a job right now. Pat Mahomes. So to answer your question, homie, um, who I'm liking so far, none of them. Um, I don't like Lamar Jackson. <laughs> um, Kyler Murray is probably gonna be my bust. Um, his little ass is gonna go back to baseball in a minute. Think he's gonna be a bust? A bust. Whoa. Bust. Ooh. Nah, let me let me get focused. Um, I'm really really liking Lamar Jackson. He's he's really showing that he ain't a rookie, man. You talking about rookie quarterback? It feel like it, man. <laughs> man, ain't no rookie. You keep talking about Lamar. Jackson. He playing like it, but anyways, um, he's still young, so it kind of feels like it is, man. Time go by so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got Kyler Murray. Uh, damn, <laughs> who else first year, bro? Kyler, um, you got Kyler Murray, uh, you got the kid Minshew from, uh, from the, uh, what they call it, the Jaguars, Minshew, uh, you got Haskins, you got Daniel Jones. Yeah, 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 oh man, I'm tripping, yeah, That's yeah. That's what I'm saying, he tripping, Daniel Jones, Kyler Murray, Haskins, Drew Locke, uh. Yeah, yeah, okay, alright. There ain't too many of them. Check it. So, who is going to be um, the best? I mean, who's going to be good? Who I like? I do like. Um, I really like. Um, I don't know. It's just. It, it's kind of hard to really say like who's been standing out as far as because everybody has had their hiccups, but. Um, I wish Dwayne Haskins get a chance to play, man. I, I really wish, you know what I'm so saying? So you think Dwayne Haskins is going to be a star? Yeah. Hell yeah. He's so you pro- think he's going to be the best quarterback in this draft? Yeah. Who's the best quarterback coming out of this draft? Haskins. There's not that many of them. Haskins. Haskins. He should have went higher than that. He's prototypical, got an arm, physical. Um, Kyler Murray may have the best arm talent. But I feel like Haskins just when you you talk about a big physical kid, he that's he's like the model type for that. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, prototypical. Yeah. Um. So you said Haskins would probably be the best quarterback, and then who you think is going to be the worst quarterback? 
Um, Daniel Jones. Mm. As much as I want to say that shit, no. Um, Will Greer. <laughs> Will Greer, he's gonna be the worst out of all the quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I'm, I'm? I'm giving a sleeping pick. Stidham. I like Stidham, bro. Oh yeah, he's been. I think when Tom Brady, nice hangs, at, uh, when Tom Brady um, hangs it up. He looked real good in preseason. He he's the one nobody's talking about. Um, I mean, for me, I think. What about Shea Patterson? He's still in college. He didn't leave. Oh, he's still in college. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> me personally, I would say, if I had to choose, I'd say Kyler Murray. Be the best. Um, yeah, the best quarterback. I mean, wow. There's only three. There's only three quarterbacks in this draft that really are playing right now, other than Minshew. Minshew looks really good. That's my sleeper right there. Minshew looks real good. Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback. Um, dude came from Washington State. Is he mixed with Asian? Yeah, Mike or some Leach shit? with what? Uh, is he Asian or something? Nah. Minshew. Minshew, nah. That sounds like some sauce you asked for. We bro, he looks super redneck. Really? Yeah, real deal. Like, right can now. I get some extra Minshew? <laughs> some extra Minshew. Um, <laughs> so he's my sleeper right now, but I would say Kyler Murray's probably the best. The worst put. I mean, worst. Quarterback in this draft to me would probably be Danny Dimes. I was I would say Danny Dimes, but after the way he did the Bucks, <laughs> hey hey, watch him out. Hey, I'm just saying. After he did the Bucks the way he did, I was he like, didn't do shit. We missed the field goal. He picked y'all apart though, defensively. Bro, when you have open scab, it's, it's easy to pick it apart. So that's what I'm saying. He didn't cut. You know what I mean? Hey, he ain't need. He cut. He definitely cut. We let a kid from Duke University, a school that's not even known for football. Bro, did you see his record at Duke? Oh, uh, you as the, you were. Did you see him in the Senior Bowl? He didn't even play that well in the Senior Bowl. Um, to me, Drew Locke. I'll say Drew Locke. He'd probably be mm. the worst the worst quarterback in this draft. Um, really? I think Drew Locke was a little bit overhyped coming out of Missouri. Uh, he, he has an arm. He has a deep, a big arm. He has a talent. But Drew Locke, he had, first of all, he hasn't played under center that much. Um, and he was in Missouri where offense wasn't that difficult for him. Like he, Well, he had a QBR of 82. Who? Six in college. Locke. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like it was because of more so the system with Drew Locke. Ah, He's more of a system QB because that's what I say. He has the arm talent. Don't get me wrong. He has the talent. He's got all that. But what I am saying is that, um, you know, with having the arm talent and everything else, it's more. there's more that comes with it. You just can't have arm talent. You know, what else? You have a big arm and stuff like that. You got to have other stuff that you can do. So that, that would be my pick to be the the worst quarterback in this draft. Drew Locke. Drew Locke. And the, I'll stick with um, Kyle, Kyle Murray as, as the being best. the best. Yeah. Holy moly. So... Um, so now to kind of go into our next subject here, we're going to break down the NFC. Mm. So what I what we're going to do is I'm going to talk about two of the divisions in the NFC. My boy Guru, he's going to talk about the other two. Yeah. And he's kind of, we're kind of going to break down the NFC. We're going to tell you our predictions. Yep. Who's going to win the division? Who's yep. going to be the worst in the division? Yes. 
and uh, we'll go from there. So we'll start with you first, uh, bro. So okay. you were going to do the South and the West. South and the West. So we'll start with the South first. You know, with the Bucks. Yeah. Division. Yeah. So being objective, taking away our fandom. I'm not a fan of the Bucks. And taking away our, you know, our biasness. And feelings. And our feelings. <laughs> you know, I know it's going to be hard for both of us. I'm not a fan of the Bucks, bro. Who do you think <clears throat> is going to win the <laughs> NFC South? Oh, man. So for the viewers out there that are listening who may not know, the teams in the, in the NFC South are the Saints, the Bucks, the Panthers, and the Falcons. Mm. So right now the New Orleans Saints are 2-1. And then the rest of the teams are all one and two. So that division is wide open. Anyone can really win that division. It's early in the season. Teams like to go on runs. So based off of that, what you think? Who you got winning? Um, well, again, shout out to my dog, Dre Day. I, when me and uh, my other partner, Lucky Lefty, was on there, I had said, being objective, I had said the Saints are going to take it. But... Since uh, Drew is will be out of commission for a little hot minute, um, I'm gonna just slide my boys in at the top because I had us at second place anyway. So yeah. So so you think the Bucks are winning the division? You damn right. Oh god. You damn right. We're gonna win the division. I said no bias. I'm not being biased. Being I had the Saints winning. So why wouldn't they win? Because Drew, their best player, is hurt. So it makes it's wide yeah, open. They just, didn't they just beat the Rams? Hell no, they got their ass beat by the Rams. Who did they just beat? I believe the uh, Cardinals, I believe. They just beat somebody. No, not the Cardinals, excuse Cause, me. Because Weston ain't had a good game. Uh, Teddy. Teddy Bridgewater. Who did yeah. they just play and beat? I'll find out right now. I'm looking right now, too. Oh, the Seahawks. They beat the Seahawks 33-27. And, yeah. and it was a home game for Seattle. Yeah. So they won on the road in a hostile environment. 12th man. <laughs> nah, man. I think the Saints are a powerhouse, bro. Like, So you still think that the Bucks are winning the division? We're, we'll be in second. I, I, got, I got the Saints winning. Okay, see, there we go. There we go. All right, please... Don't sing that dumbass who that song. Please don't do that. Please, any Saints fans, out, please don't. So do break that. it down. Why do? Why do you think? You know. Why do you think the Saints? Bro, because makes they, them the best they, team in the division. They just they're so powerful, man, on both sides of the ball, dude. Like they got Kamara, Mike Thomas, Ted again. The line is good. Um, Traquan Smith. Yeah, like. And then when Drew gets back, depending on where he is, they Latavius might. Murray. They still got Latavius Murray. They got who else? They got. Um, Hell, who don't they got? Gee, their defense is nice. They got Cam Jordan. Defense. Cam Jordan. Yeah. Lattimore. That's what I'm saying. That's why when you said the Bucks, I'm like, oof, I don't know about that. You so I hate the Saints and the rest of the teams in the division, but I gotta tip my hat off, man. Like they're powerful. Bro, like they're they're really powerful. They they're loaded on both sides of the ball. So it's gonna be Saints. You said Bucks are second. Yes. Who's third? ATL. Atlanta and yeah. Carolina last. Dead last. And why is that? Um, Carolina is unlike us. 
you know, we know where we want to go. We just have to find out. Um, we got to get clicking and get the chemistry really down. Uh, Carolina's like, they're going, sounds like, well, excuse me, it seems like they're going through an identity crisis. Yeah, Carolina's. I mean, they don't know what, what Cam's going to do. They got to wait on him hand and foot to see if he's going to play on um, one week he, he's fine, the next week he's not. You think it's his last year? No. You yeah. don't think, you think Cam will do that next year? Hell yeah. He's, he's all they got, man. For somebody to say it's time for, for the Panthers to move on from Cam Newton, don't know the definition of loyalty. But you see, it's a business. It has nothing to do with it loyalty. It does. Yes, it does. Because who took them to – I know people going to say, oh, this is a while ago, but this is an MVP quarterback, bro. This is a quarterback that took that team to the Super Bowl. That You yeah, don't find that everywhere. I understand, but it's a business. First off, it's a business. Second off – if you are getting to the point where you we, you're not even you're not even uh, fragility is one of the best things, most important things. I'm sorry, in the NFL, your availability is the play, best ability, huh? Your availability is the best ability. Exactly, that's probably the best ability you can have because you can have all the talent <laughs> in the world, but if you ain't playing for us, what does that? How does that help us? You know, what I'm saying as good as Cam Newton is. Over the last two, three years, the man's been banged he's up. Been and broke, he's, he's been broke up. He's been broke up, and it's been costing them. And then not only is it costing them, you know, he's getting older. He's time only getting older. Time, time is not on his side. And then on top of that, he's a mobile QB. So it kind of makes you wonder is the reason why he's banged up the way he is because he's been taking all them hits over the years as well. well Carolina so it could be taking using, a toll on his body. Carolina has been using him like he was a damn running back too. That's what I'm saying. So defense, it's like at, so. This, at this time, it's like – you, know, you have to think as a, from a business perspective, is it worth re-signing him or is it worth keeping him to pay him this large contract for somebody that we may not have a full season or for someone that, you know, may not be healthy or may not come back the same because, you know, he just had surgery on his, what, his shoulder in the offseason. And they even said he had to – His foot was bothering him in preseason. Yeah, and they even said that he had to go and get – um, you know, help and get someone to help him with his throwing motion. He worked on tweaked his throwing motion this year. So with him doing that as well, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, Cam, I think I think Carolina, if this quarterback they got now, Kyle Allen, if he continues the ball the way he did last week, Cam Newton's out of there. Nah, man. Cam Newton's out of there. Eight years I give you and you ready to move on like that? Yeah. All the time. Happens all the time. Wow. Happens all the time. So, that's kind of like a Joe Montana, Steve Young type situation, bro. Hey, man. It's a business. It's a business first. There ain't no loyalty in business. Think about it. NFL is cutthroat, man. When has there been loyalty in business? Um, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> so, going to the next division, uh, you said you were going to do the South. The West. In the West. The West, West. So, going into that division, who you think who you think's winning the division? Is that even a question? <laughs> I got the Rams winning the division, man. What? Lock and key. Lock and key. You know what I'm saying? You don't think the Niners? Niners, they 3-0. and oh. Bro, let me tell you something. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. What I told you about Jimmy G, boy? He's trash. All right. Three and up. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, okay. It's a marathon. 
Right. Rest in peace, Neil. It's a marathon, baby. This ain't no sprint. So the Rams are winning. You say easily why. They're locked to win it. So why? I mean, they just, again, another powerhouse on the West. They remind me of the Saints on the West, bro. It's just like defense, offense. Um, they got – I love their offense. Um, I feel like their offense don't get enough credit. When you think about the Rams, you think about the defense. Aaron Donald and those boys. But, you know, Cooper Cup, Cooks. Um, Robert Woods. Woods. Hiding in the woods, you know what I'm saying? You got, of course, my dog TG400, you know what I'm saying? I just posted a picture on my grand with my dog Todd earlier today who I met, cool dude. Um, you know what I'm saying? TG400. And then golf. You, I feel like his career had an early resurrection, bro, because people yeah, was calling Jeff, him a bust. But that was because Jeff Fisher, that all showed us that Jeff Fisher was a bad, he was cool. a horrible coach. because, <laughs> And he's responsible for Vince Young's career going down the shithole. Now it makes every it makes you even wonder like what well, he could have been. What Vince because Vince Young, remember he did get Ricky the year I believe and he still made a couple of Pro Bowls, but from there other than that his his career went to shit. So <laughs> it does make you wonder if he had a better coach, you know. So yeah. I got Aaron Donald in the Rams, your twin. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, golf, TG four hundred Woods Cup Cups. Okay, so you got Rams first. Who's second? Seahawks. Seahawks third. Uh, San Fran. And then oh, you already know who's Cardinals last. Of course, of course. Okay. So why why do you have? I'm kind of. I mean, I'm curious. I'm curious. Why why don't you have the Niners second? Why do you have? Because you I don't trust them. I so don't, you don't you don't believe in the three and zero right now? I do not. It's like yeah, the three and zero, but it's just like. It's it's cheap, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not like you earned that shit. Like they did earn it. What you mean? And they like the Bills three and zero, where they ain't played nobody. Who 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 were the 49ers' last three opponents? They played. Who they played? They, they played, played the Bucks. They played the Bucks. Okay. Which y'all were pretty decent, and they put a whooping on y'all. They whooped the Bengals, and they beat the Steelers. Come on, still and, really? And they're not just beating these teams. And the Bengals, really? They're not just beating. They whoop, they're whooping them. They whooped The Steelers the and the Bengals, bro, the, both of those teams are terrible. Come on. The Steelers are not terrible. Yeah, they are. If they, no, they weren't. Because if they had Big Ben, you wouldn't be saying that right now. They always had a bad they're, defense. They're one cube. Who? The Steelers. No, they haven't. Are you serious? Are you serious? Hell yeah, I'm serious. They never had a good defense. Oh, my goodness. That's been their biggest um, um, thorn in the side for years. No, man. They have had a decent defense. Huh? Yes. They got T.J. Watt on the side. They got the dude from Ohio State, um, Cameron Hayward. They got Devin Bush. They got Devin Bush now. They're safeties. They He's got, the only replacement I mean, for Shay's ear, bro. They got what's the name? Hayden. Hayden. Man, they, you crazy. Okay, why they, they can't stop they got, anybody? Uh, they just traded for uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. So they Tom, have they have been stopping teams. But Tom Brady put up how many points on that uh, Monday night game? We're, you're talking about the Patriots and the Patriots at home. I'm Patri- talking, but they Steelers played who? Ne- the Steelers never beat. Who them at did home. they play? The it does okay. So how many points? Can you please tell me how many? What does that have to do with the? I'm Steelers? telling you that their defense is terrible. That's what I'm telling you. Because Tom Brady. Okay, it could be Tom, Tom Brady, Wayne Brady. No. Don't matter, bro. No. And first off, nobody's picked them apart except for them. Their okay. defense has been playing good. Their offense hasn't been able to put up points. Ah, okay. So, so what happens when your offense can't put up points? You can't win. 
Exactly. You should know that firsthand. Oh, so we doing... Wow. <laughs> See, I was trying to be nice. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to let that slide. You should know that firsthand, my boy. I'm going to let that slide. So, um, we're going to get into the, <laughs> the next topic. Or the next, not topic, but the next two teams. So, now I'm going to get my take on the NFC North. In the East. So I'm going to stick with the East first because that's my my division. Shout out the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Dallas. Dallas. So if I had to be realistic <laughs> about who's winning the division, putting my fandom aside, being objective, the winners of the NFC East will be the Philadelphia Eagles. Are you serious? What? Man, so, so you're so the Eagles are better than Dallas Cowboys. Yes. Oh wow. Who has Dallas played? You know Dallas played the top three worst teams in the league. Who's Philly played? The first three games. Did lost you know against that? Atlanta. They lost against the Giants. Giants one of the worst teams in the league. They lost to the Redskins. Zero and three. Giants are zero and three. What do you mean they lost? I mean they won. I'm sorry. They beat the three teams. They beat. They all are three zero and three. Combined record. Okay. None of those teams have a win. Dallas will get put to the test. And now they're about to play the Saints without Drew Brees. So they keep getting, they keep catching breaks. Oh, wow. My point is they're not going to catch a break all season long. Wow. Okay. The Eagles, we're going to bounce back this week. We're going to beat Aaron Rodgers. Thursday night football tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night in Lambeau. In Lambeau. Are you sure? Yes. Case of Gatorade. Case of Gatorade. Let's get it. Write it. Sign it. Let's you heard get it. it here first. Case of Gatorade. Stir the Pop podcast. You heard it. Eagles win tomorrow. I was right last time with the 49ers. Wow. Yeah. Eagles win tomorrow. Eagles are going to bounce back, win the division. Um, second will be Dallas. I'll give Dallas second. They'll get a wild card. Oh, uh, sh- And then I think it'll be the Giants, and I think the Redskins will be last. Really? Philly, like I said, the reason I'm, I'm you're being biased because you, you just said the Bucks, but then I've changed. But no, I'm really not being biased. First off, Carson Wentz has been looking really good. He's had some moments that have looked like, "What are you doing?" But for the most part, he's made some amazing throws. That's for starters. When the Eagles get healthy, we've been very banged up lately. Deshaun. We lost both of our wide receivers. We lost both of our defensive tackles. Uh, we lost our one of our starting tight ends. So we had Dallas Goddard back this week. So we got two of the best tight ends in the league. You got we're getting Alshon Jeffrey back, Nelson Aguilar. Can he catch? Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, he can catch. Can can Mike catch? Mike Evans. Do are you serious? You really gonna ask me that? Okay, uh, because <laughs> I'm sure he caught. He he dropped one in the back of he the end. He did, line. but he didn't get embarrassed like Aguilar did that Sunday night. He could have won the game. He could have won the game too. Are you serious? If Mike Evans don't catch up all y'all don't win. Oh, okay, exactly. That's your one way. So, anyways, <laughs> why we, anyways, <clears throat> um, yeah, Eagles got you know Miles Sanders, rookie running back. He's starting to look good. Um, who else? Oh, we got Jordan Howard, Darren Sproles. I mean, Eagles are loaded. Once they start getting things going, they'll be all right. Um, you know. uh, the Eagles got. I would say, let's see, the next division. So, kind of breaking down. Dallas, they'll get second. 
they got a pretty good squad this year. I ain't gonna lie. You know, Dak looking good. Zeke, Mari Cooper. You know, Jason Witten, they got him back. He's Bro, Dallas good. is winning the division. Randall Cobb. They got <laughs> who else? They got uh, Michael Gallup. Yeah, I thought that kid name was Rico for some reason. No, Michael Gallup. Rico Gallup. Their defense is pretty nice. Demarcus Lawrence. You know, he's he's pretty nice on defense. Taco got waved. You got uh, I don't care about Taco Tarleton. Uh, Jaylen, the linebacker Jalen Smith. The Wolf Hunter. Von Esch. Was it? Was it Vander Esch? Vander Esch. Byron Jones. So you know, the, the Cowboys they all right. You know I ain't gonna give them too much, but they all right. Um, this dude said Billy Reynolds said, "Who is this guy?" That's my cousin, CJ. Uh, oh, that's your boy. Yeah, that's my cousin. Okay, shout out Billy Reynolds. <laughs> what up, Billy? <laughs> yeah, you tagged me so my people can see it. Oh, snap. You know, we can bring people on camera, too. So we can bring people on camera, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so the next division I'm going to break down is the, I think, the North, right? Yeah, I'm doing the NFC North. So the NFC North has the Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions, Vikings, and Bears. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, to me right now, in football, this is the best division in football. Hmm? This is the, the NFC North is the best division in football overall. Look at the records right now. Packers are undefeated. Detroit Lions are undefeated. Vikings are 2-1. Bears are 2-1. All of those teams can be nice. Detroit has been surprising. Now, I do think Detroit will be last. Uh, they're 2-0 right now. I think that, that shit will die I down. Think, I think Chicago. Um, so they'll end up losing the division. Um, I, I, have, I have the Packers winning the division. Mm. Um, they, did, they already beat the Bears the first game of the year. So I do think... Um, I do think that the Green Bay Packers will win a division, and I think the Bears will get second, and then the Vikings, and then it would be Detroit. Uh, I do think that the Bears will probably squeeze in a a uh, wild card. Um, you think the Bears are going to squeeze in the wild card? I think the Bears and Dallas will get the wild cards. If I had to pick two teams in the NFC East, I'm sorry, in the NFC that would get the two wild cards is going to be the Bears and the Eagles. I don't see anybody in your division, the South. I, I don't see anybody in that division. The West is weak as well. So between the South and the West, those are two weak divisions. And so if I had to choose, that, that's my breakdown. So you got the Packers for the North, Eagles for the East. Eagles for the East. I got the Saints for the South, Rams for the West. And the Rams for the West, yep. So that's going to be our breakdown. Next week, we're going to do AFC breakdowns. Uh, give y'all uh, who we I'll make. take the – I'll do like the um, NFC. I'll take AFC South and AFC West, and then you take AFC East. We can do that. We can do that. So look out next week. Stay tuned next Wednesday. Every Wednesday, stay tuned. We're going to be reporting live like we're doing now. <laughs> Again, we got viewers right now. If y'all want to say something, say something. You want to come on out. camera. You want to be on the episode? You want to be a guest? Let us know. Two racks. Two racks. Yeah, man. We're trying to interact with our viewers. We're trying to interact with the listeners. You know, y'all might have some stuff, some good content. Y'all want to get on the show, so let us know. Um, The last topic at hand that we're going to get into, we talked enough about NFL so far. We talked enough about 
you know, the NFL players and, and teams. Now we're going to get a little to a little college, do a little college snippet for y'all. So uh, right now we're pretty much going to get into, let's see, what's the next subject? Um, I guess our, our breakout player of the year or our potential Heisman player right now. Uh, we want to see, uh, kind of give our feedback on who we think is going to be the breakout player or the next Heisman winner. So I got Hurts. My boy Kerry, a.k.a. C. Murder, a.k.a. The Guru, a.k.a. What else? Go ahead, man. What else? What's the other nickname? I call him C. Murder, y'all. No. But nah, it's Guru. Um... So what? So what you say, Guru? What you think is the? I got uh, Jaylen, the breakout player of the year for NCAA. I got Jalen Hurts, um, so far, and uh, oh, shout out Juwan Daly. He just reached out, said, "What's good? What's up, Juwan? Tune in, man. Every Wednesday, we gonna have content for everybody." My bad, I didn't mean to interrupt you, dog. What you say? I got Hurts. And that's J- Jalen Hurts gonna be the, he gonna win the Heisman? Yeah, yeah. So the, you think Oklahoma's gonna have three Heisman winners back to back? Yep. Oof. Oof. That's a hot take, boy. That is a hot take. The, the production that he's putting up now, it's, it's gonna be hard for to not give it to him. Jalen Hurts. Oh. Jalen Hurts. I mean, he is balling. I ain't gonna lie, he balling. Lincoln Riley is a. That man, he knows his shit, boy. He is a court. Now that's a quarterback whisperer right there, boy. I like I like Lincoln Riley. I mean Baker just got it because he got a big mouth, but Kyler earned it, and Jalen and Jalen Hurts is gonna earn. I see, my boy Jason Quijada. I think I said that right, Quijada. I think I said that right last time I butchered that shit. He said, "Let's get it, bro." So we're gonna shout out. The Uneducated Experts. Oh, yeah, my boy got a podcast, Uneducated Experts. I don't know if you listen to it, but I listen to it. It's good. It's a good show. I, I do listen to it, Jason. I was listening to your uh, fantasy football, um, you know, pickums, And uh, y- 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 y'all pretty good. I like it. I like it. But, uh, yeah, he said let's collab soon. So shout out, Jason. We can definitely, you know, get something in the works. He's out in California. So shout out Cali. You know, he a couple hours behind us, so it's early for him. Uh, uh, he said I said it wrong. It's not Quijada. It's Quijada. 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 Whatever. You get it. You know what I was trying to say. So, um, so Guru says Jalen Hurts is going to be the next Heisman. I would say that's not bad. That's not a bad pick. I like that. Lincoln Riley is a, is a monster. I would have to go with Justin Fields. If I had to pick a, a Heisman winner right now based off of what we've seen so far, Justin Fields looked like he's he's going to be a, a problem. That man can run, throw. I don't know what Georgia – I don't know what Georgia saw where they didn't want to play this man, but Justin Fields is the truth. So right now if I had to pick my first, you know, person that I think would be a Heisman, I would say it would be Justin Fields. Um, right behind him, I would say maybe a tie between Jalen Hurts and uh, Tua. He so. said today that um, he almost committed to uh, USC. 
Who did? Justin Fields? No, two did. Two almost went to USC? Yep. Oh, wow. That probably would have been pretty scary. No. Yeah, that would have been a little scary. You don't think so? No. Why not? Two is nice. I don't... You see, they got the tank for Tua. People teams are tanking for you Tua. You keep waiting to tank for and watch how he gets it. All right, so since we're on the, court, the topic about quarterback, which quarterback in college would you prefer right now? If you were building a team, or no, no, not building a team, because you're a Florida State fan. If you had to pick one of these quarterbacks, any quarterback in college right now, to lead your team, Burrow. who would it be? Burrow. From LSU? Whoa. No, okay. Um probably Hurts. Jalen Hurts? Oh From. Jake Fromm? I like him, man. What? I don't know. Um It's hard, but Yeah, probably um gimme give gimme give gimme give Alright, I'll I'll narrow it down. Yeah, please. If you had to pick between these four. So I'm gonna give you four quarterbacks. Yeah, that's better. Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. Felipe Franks. Tua or Trevor Lawrence? Uh, Who are you picking? Right now? So Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, and Jalen Hurts. Mm. Which QB are you picking? <sighs> Shit, for the arm talent, I'm going with her, uh, Lawrence. For the legs, I'm going with Hurts. Nah, nah, nah. We ain't sell it. You got to pick. Mobility, I'm going just, nah, nah, nah. Right now, you got to pick a quarterback. It and hurts. Just, it hurts so bad. And we. It hurts so bad. I'm going with hurts, baby. And then. You also got a old boy from Oregon, uh, Herbert. He's nice too. He's supposed to be a top, uh, first round draft pick. Like I said, it hurts so bad. This this next upcoming class gonna have some some nice. Well, it depends who's coming out because some quarterbacks may stay. So, I don't know. It really depends. Another sleeper on the Heisman, I'm going to tell you, look out for is a uh, old boy from Wisconsin. Like Jonathan Taylor, the running back. That boy is nice. He's he's a sleeper, too, for Heisman. So, look out for uh, Taylor, Jonathan Taylor. I think it's Jonathan Taylor for Wisconsin, running back. That's Fred Taylor, nephew. Is it? Nah, I was just... Man, you said that shit like you do it too. <laughs> nah, man, just I don't know. It could be Fred Taylor's nephew. I don't know. Yeah. But um, other than that, I mean, that's pretty much the topics for today. Uh, college football right now for the Gators is three and zero. I just thought I'd throw that out there. They ain't played nobody. Man. We have played somebody. The Miami game was Who luck. Was luck. You know y'all y'all almost lost to ULM. <laughs> you know what ULM lost last week. You know what the score was? What? Y'all beat ULM. You, you know that is University of Louisiana Monroe. Yep. Lafayette. So y'all beat them or Lafayette? You're right. Y'all beat them thirty four to thirty five. <laughs> the next week. Why you be hating on the Seminoles, man? Damn. The next week. Yes, yeah, LA Monroe. ULM lost seventy. To twenty or seventy two to twenty to Iowa State. <laughs> Yo, Willie Taggart, bro, he gotta go. 
No, no, he ain't got to go. Stay right there. Stay right there in Tallahassee. I hope he stays. Never mind. Let me, let me stop. He need to stay as long as he right beats now. Florida on Thanksgiving weekend. He's not gonna beat Florida. Y'all are awful. Miami almost did. Miami's better than y'all. We're not talking about Florida State right now. We're talking about I'm talking about college football. Yeah, but we so I was just bringing up we the fact. I was bringing up the fact that the Gators were three and zero. I just want to who let cares you, about the Gators? I just wanted the listeners to know that the Gators are three and zero. F Florida. Hey man, when y'all was at the top, we had to people hear was y'all. hating even more. People hate Florida State. Bro, I don't people know why. hate Florida. What do no, you they mean? don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Bro, ever since Tebow won the rings, Bro, Florida's man. had nothing but haters. Majority of the fan base is white. A what? Up from Florida. Who the hell does that have to do anything? A lot. Same thing with Florida State. No way. Yes, they are. No. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> I never met a white Florida State. No, I'm just kidding. You've never met a white Florida State fan? Okay. Um, but nah, um, you know, like I said, I just wanted to shout that out. Cool. You feel better? I feel better now. But we're going to wrap up this episode. We appreciate all the viewers. We appreciate our listeners. Um, like I said, tune in every week. We're only going to get better each week. More and more content. We're going to bring you sports-related stuff uh, every week from NBA to college to NFL. You know, let, let your friends know. Let Spread the word. If you, you know, you got suggestions, let us know as well. We're going to, you know, like I said, continue to build the, the podcast. And if you have a comment, send an email to our comment box, comments, questions, and concerns. The email is stirtheshow at gmail.com. For you slow folks out there, that's S-T-I-R-T-H-E-S-H-O-W at gmail.com. You can follow us each individually. I'm at the guru, T-H-A-G-U-R-U underscore and Guru Speaks Podcast. Follow Fat Lee D, official underscore Fat Lee. Follow official Fat Lee Clothing. Uh, check us out on our Stir the Pot page uh, on Instagram and Facebook. We're on all platforms. All platforms. From Apple to, you know. Android. Android, SoundCloud, Anchor. You know, you can find our next show. We're going to be, for everyone that tuned in to the live episode, you know, obviously you got to listen to tonight. Uh, but we're going to go ahead. The new show's going to drop soon, so prepare for that. And um, other than that, man, we can't wait to see y'all next week. Hit us up. Appreciate y'all following and listening. But we out. Much love. Long live Nipsey. Long live Nipsey. That's work. That's work. Who will be the winner? The winner is... trophies and i hope the ncaa pay the players like coaches so joe mcknight i pray for your soul and family with passion a coach